Hello, guys, and welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley. And uh, you know what? You know me. I, I love a good event in the town. Um, I think uh, events, whether it comes from, whether it's Beth Heath and, and the Shropshire Festivals, uh, whether it's the 90s revival, whether it's music, uh, whether it's food, the food, whatever it is, I think it brings culture and it brings class to the town. And we're going to be talking about that with, with Peter Metcalf today. How are you, Peter? You good? Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah, it's great to speak to you. Uh, we're coming to you today from, um, from, from Cups Coffee, um, which is just on top of Castle Street, um, next door to Doe and Oil. Um, I was, ch- I was ch- at a meeting with uh, Shane Chebsey, who's bringing Comic Salopia to, um, to Shrewsbury very soon. And um, he was like, oh, Cups Coffee are great. We're doing a few drink and draw things there, and they're, they're really awful creators. And I was like, okay, well, we'll come here then. So uh, this is where we are. So the hustle and bustle you hear is Shrewsbury. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what that is. Um, so Peter, let's tell us a bit about yourself first before we uh, before we get into what it really is to talk about. When it comes to events and things, is this something you've always done? Uh, I started about um, ten years ago. Um, I ran a gym in Whitchurch, uh, and then tragically lost my um, brother uh, through cancer, and I wanted to do something to raise money for the seven hospitals who were great looking after him. So uh, me and a couple of buddies put together uh, a spinathon. Uh, it started off quite a small event inside the gym, then we linked up at other gyms. Then we took over the uh, town centre a few times and did a giant spin-a-thon in the square with about uh, 60, 70 bikes, and we raised a lot of money. And I, from that, basically, I realised I really like putting on events, and I thought, well, I'm going to do this maybe as a, as a business alongside my other business. And then I realised, well, I think this is, the, this is the life for me. So I sold up the gym, got out of the gym industry, and... Uh, uh, started uh, in events full time, which was just before lockdown. So I was pretty dormant for a oh, year and a half. No, you wanted to eat. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, it, it <laughs> comes and goes. I mean, I sold my gym before lockdown, so that was a win there. Um, I'm sorry to laugh as well, by the <laughs> way, um, because that, that that it's just very similar. I can re- relate so much. I'm sure so many so many people can. You start with so yeah. many plans, and then this big thing comes along yeah. and just ruins all your plans. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm taking pictures while we're doing this, and um, I'm with Timmy today. He doesn't have a microphone, but he's got headphones. He's drawing on a blackboard across the way. That's amazing. Great stuff. He's drawing on the blackboard. He's telling me what he did. The Shrewsbury Biscuit. Mini Biscuit. Yeah, I see it. I see it. That's really good. Sorry about that. <laughs> taking over a town, though, when you... When you something, that, something that means so much to you as well. Yeah. You're very much wearing your heart on your sleeve, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, when, it, when it's something that's... Um, really personal to you like that uh, as, as, as opposed to something that isn't is there a difference there Does it, is, it, is it kind of dangerous to play that game oh no I, I, the way I felt about it I want to do something positive in memory of my brother so it was and it, I want to say thank you for the hospice it was great yeah. and every year since that uh, I've always done some kind of uh, event for the hospice uh, last year I did a Christmas jumper run in the quarry where everybody got dressed up with a local choir singing and that was to raise money and I've never quite going to forget my roots so I learnt the trade of events management through putting on charity events and I'm going to be uh, so company policies we're always going to be doing charity events at least two a year uh, a few weeks ago we did the one for Ukraine in the quarry as well oh, oh, yes. And, yes I heard about that and we, we raised over like £1,300 uh, we only organised that in two weeks because you know it was on the news and you know the people at Shoes Bureau were great they came and ran or walked or just donated money and volunteered to hand out water and being stewards uh, be steward of things like that I think I'm, that's one thing that's made me really proud recently of the communities how, how they've responded to the crisis in Ukraine oh yeah you know 
uh, everybody that's got together and, and shown support and the, the families that have been brought over. It's just nice. It's, it really is nice. Um, a couple of the uh, stewards uh, who volunteered to help were actually refugees. They were living with a Shrewsbury family uh, and they were, they were really emotional that we all turned out in their country colours and, you know, uh, and then clapped and cheered them. You know, they, they felt really supported. And it was, you know, it was really nice to see that people should have woken them. Amazing, but I am I am recording though. Okay, so you can draw that. You can look at my phone, but leave me alone. <laughs> this is what happens when you the biscuit guy and and a superstar dad as well. You got to do these two things at the same time. Um, and, and you know, uh, when it comes to events, um, you, you've got to start somewhere, obviously. And I guess with what sadly happened to your brother, that was a huge inspiration for you to, to get started, right? Yeah, it was. And then I realised I enjoyed the hustle and bustle of putting things together more than I actually like taking part in events. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Because I've, I've entered lots of runs. I used to compete in weightlifting competitions and always been very active. But I've, as like a customer's point of view, but when you're you know, in charge and you're the race director or whatever, it, it, you enjoy it from a it's different It's seen that vision come together, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. having an idea, usually in the pub with a few beers, coming up with an idea, and then a few months later, you've got two, two three, four hundred people doing your idea, you know. And that's how we, we came up with the idea with the zombie one at Hawkston. It was just me and mate Justin were having a laugh, having a few beers, discussing what we should do next. And, uh, you know... So what was the zombie run again? Because I know there's, there's loads of different variations of what this thing is. Well, we take over Hawkston Park. Um, obviously, Hawkston is a beautiful uh, venue. To Huge place. Yeah. Um, uh, there's lots of caves and there's castles and there's, there's fake monuments around there. It's quite spooky anyway and it gets used for a lot of theme sets. So we, we hire the, uh, the venue and we've hired about uh, 30, 40 people dressed up as zombies. The runners or walkers, they have like lives around them, like three, three uh, lives, like tag rugby, and they've got to make it through the course and then the zombies basically jump out and scare the shit out of them. Being <laughs> part of my friends. That's right. And, and, uh, uh, and you know, it, it's a great... They usually scream and then come back and have a selfie with the uh, zombies. Uh, it, it's, it's a great day. The costumes are amazing. We had guys dressed up in sniper suits coming out the grass, a bit like Toy, Toy Story. So uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a great. You don't have to be fit to do that event. A lot, say a lot of people walk it. It's a nice, beautiful um, venue to do that that event. So yeah, the, the zombie base was one of like my first and still one of my favourite events. I mean, I remember standing given a safety brief, all dressed up in zombie costumes, thinking, "Well, oh, this is a this is my job. What a way to make a living, you know? This is you know, got out the nine to five, got out the rat race." I'm in a field just as a zombie in front of two or three hundred people. It's amazing. Sounds like my kind of event, actually, uh, after working at the prison for so long, <laughs> yeah. uh, doing, doing bits like we did zombie stuff. And one of the rules was you're not allowed to say boo. <laughs> or, you're, yeah. or you're fired. You know. um, that sounds like great, great, great fun. And, and again, a lot of pressure to get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, I mean, it's fun, but, you know, they're customers and they want customer service. They want to enjoy the experience. I don't want anybody to come to my event feeling let down or shortchanged. It's all about them walking out, walking out of a place with a big smile on their face. You know, they've burned a few calories, you know, and, and, and laughing and talking about it in the pub afterwards and talking to their friends, which makes it better for next year. You know, word of mouth is still the best marketing in, 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 uh, in my opinion. And the only way to do that is to give them a nice experience. And, and this is going to sound like an odd question, but I think it's I think it's important. What's what do you think is the best motivator, um, failure or success? I think you need the fair share of both. You're never going to appreciate your successful moments if you haven't failed. You know, it's like you never winning will be boring if you've never lost. You've you've got to you've got to have them both. You've got to it's like yin and yang. You've 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 got to have failed at something. I failed at something. Have events that haven't worked and cancel them. 
but it just you learn from them. So I think you learn actually from your failures more than your success. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think you need both in your life. Absolutely. Um, uh, so what we what, what what is it you're you're trying to plan at the moment? Obviously, um, there's. It seems to be obviously you started this properly uh, before before lockdown. Life was like a coiled spring in your hand. Yeah. And then as soon as the lockdown laws sort of relaxed a bit, that spring went annoying and everything came. Yeah. Like it's been festival, festival, festival. Absolutely. My Facebook is ridiculous right now. It's best of all. It's, it's this, it's that. There's, there's, there's that um, poster that went viral, that pink poster of all the, um, the noughties rock bands. Do you remember that? Yeah, that yeah, went, people were like, oh, we want this. Yeah. What's that been like? <laughs> it's been great, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's come alive. I've had... I, I, and motivational-wise, it's brilliant. And, and not from me just putting them on. I love attending these things. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I live alone, and being locked down, it was pretty hard. You're just FaceTiming people. Uh, and I wanted to add so many ideas cooking over, and I was, like you say, called Springs. So, so we, you know, this year we've got about 13 running events, and we've got a music event. So, you know, and I've got so many plans for ideas. Already I'm booking new venues and, and for, for next year. Amazing, amazing. So that, that's a, that is a great inspiration and a great motivator isn't it that there is there is need for these things people yeah. want to go out and they want to part i mean i know there are a few issues financially at the moment with what's going on with the world but um i feel like i feel like you need to try and invest in these things yeah. when it, when it and, and there's lots of um free stuff to attend i mean like park runs every saturday i usually go there and have a little run around that, that, that's free and there's, there's some quite good running community there yeah. so there are lots of free events or, 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 or with most of our events we, we all our events we try to have them reasonably priced so yeah. everybody can can attend uh, so with the proms event uh, children on the 10 can come in three you know so we we, we appreciate the uh, people on the budget and you've got the price going up for fuel electricity and everything so we you know we, we try to provide value for money yeah good 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 um and Obviously, things need to vary. P things need to be different. We can't bring madness to the, the quarry every two months. Yeah. Or we can't bring the, the same thing over and over again. Uh, what is it you're, you possibly bring into town that people may not have seen before? Well, my first um, music event is uh, this September, September the 10th. It's in the Westminster Showground. It's classical music. We're doing a, a proms in the park event. So it's going to be all like your favourite classical music, uh, Royal Britannia, uh, Always Been in England and things like that. Uh, all, 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 the, all the things you probably listen to in Classic FM or on the adverts or your favourite films, of course. It's going to be sun of the evening. Uh, we've got a male voice choir singing there. Uh, we've got a 40-piece orchestra. And we've got Holly Teague, a local uh, uh, opera singer, Sopranos uh, sing some of your favourite songs. Amazing. Sorry, my, my, well, as you say, this is like the pinnacle of the interview. I'm cringing right now because this is the moment we've been building up to. Let's talk about the event. Yeah. And my kid, who's drawing on a blackboard, just wiped his hand across it. He's now got blue hands. So, Timmy, come here, buddy. Wipe your hands on there. So, this is your first musical event. I'm very sorry yeah. about this. This is me parenting and trying to be a professional at the same time. Um, do you want to go and ask the lady if there's a toilet so you can go and wash your hands, please? Go and ask the lady. No, I don't like them like that because you make your clothes dirty. Go and ask the lady if there's a toilet, please. Um, how much research have you had to put into to putting this together? Because obviously classical is is like when you when you speak in music and the arts, yeah. it's, that is right up there, right? That's the. It's viewed at that, Ailey. I think there's some, sometimes a misconception it's for posh people where you have to be highbrow oh, or super intelligent. Okay. Uh, but people will find they listen to a lot more classical music than they realise. Probably most of the music they listen to, especially if you like Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely, Star Wars. And most modern classical music comes from film scores. You know, Saving Private Ryan, things like that. So, uh, you know. People 
people do listen to this uh, type of music a lot. It, but it, I think it's still got that bit of an old-fashioned view. But the way we're doing it, we're, it's trying to be accessible classical music. We're trying to gear it for people who maybe have not gone to uh, a, a, music con- a classical music concert before, not seen an orchestra, and this could be their first experience of going down to the West Mid Showground, summer's evening, picnic, you know, bring a blanket, bottle of Prosecco, and you're listening to, you know, the local, all local artists uh, and a local scene. It's one of those things that I look at when I movies and TV and stuff, and it seems super cliche, but it's always something that I always wanted to do is, is the proms, you know, where yeah. you sit at the blanket and have the picnic. Yeah. And, you know, you'll see it in the movies, don't you? Yeah. Um, and yeah, this, it sounds really good. Well, that's what really inspired me to do it, because I like listen to classical music I'm from working class background so I didn't really go to a lot of concerts or anything when I was a kid and I thought well I really w- I want to put an event on that I'd go to myself and I like to think well there's you know there's an 80s concert there's you know a great 90s event going on and you know I sit at the Westmead showground as well we support there's folk festival there's a roots festival and I was, we're looking at a, a genre of music that there would seem to be missing and I think the classical proms uh, that's that's ideal for shoes with the town of flowers, the the, the culture of the town, uh, and I think as the sh- uh, town centre shops tend to close and go a bit more arty and a, a little bit more spoke, I think a classical music type event will, will be ideal for this town. It should attract people into the town as well, which is hoping some money into the area. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I, one of my favourite scenes in the movie is um, is from well, one of my favourite movies of all time is Warrior. It's a, an MMA. Fighting movie. Oh yeah, it's Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. Yeah, and there's a scene where they're doing the training, and he's playing Mozart, and it's like yeah. Mozart while training. He's like, this guy, he make, he's the jam. He makes, he makes, he, he swears. Like, well, you know, it is. It's very motivating. Uh, when I listen to classical, I do. I, my my uh, my phone is so. I, I was going to be really disrespectful then. It's so indecisive. Yeah. Right, there's so many different genres of music. We were just listening to Encanto on the way over yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm the Sam. I think you listen to the same type of music. So when people go, "What type of music are you in?" I'll listen to anything. You know, I like jazz. I like swing music, classical music. I really love '90s indie music. You know, to me, everybody should stop writing music after the '90s because that was pop music at its best. You know? <laughs> I know, but it's, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll after if this proms goes successful, I'm, I'm trying to get Oasis to get back together. You know, <laughs> I'll give you a ring like, when I achieve that. I had a really interesting. Uh, my oldest son's 16, and uh, we had a, a conversation, and he was like. Um, uh, Dad, I, my friends like Liam Gallagher. I need some Liam Gallagher music. Or give me some suggestions. I was like, what about Oasis? And he was like, who? <laughs> oh, no. And I, I, was like, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was listening to him earlier. And then I was giving him suggestions of BDI yeah. and Oasis and stuff. And then that's got me down the rabbit hole now. And all I can't, oh, I'm listening to his BDI. So uh, <laughs> I... I um, I, I host a, a radio show called Naughty Talk, so it's all about yeah. na- Naughty's music. Oh, brilliant! Um, and that that shows why it kind of reflects me uh, and my, my taste in music in a weird way. It starts off really funky, kind of cool, very poppy. We have five, these five songs of cheese, where it's just the cheesiest pop music, and then we have a little bit of rock, and then it ends with some great energy music. You know? Yeah. Because um, I think you need a little bit of everything. Is really important, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it provides a spice of life, you know. And I, I think most people be coming to this concert will be people from different music backgrounds, and that, that's great. I mean, I plan to go to the '90s concert. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get tickets to see Madness, and I'm going to go, you know, put the classical music on. So, you know, I want, I want all that different types of genre. Amazing. Give me a second, sorry. Timmy, come here, bloody, come here. Can you look at the state of you? Oh my God, I need. To... I'm really sorry. So, uh, Timmy is now a Smurf. He's an artist. Uh, a Smurf. 
Can you go and ask the lady to use the bathroom, please, and wipe your hands? Wipe your hands. Right, let's set his coat off then, please. Wow, you're making me do some editing work. Right. Okay. So how many hours? How many hours is going a day is going into planning this? It must be. It's really hard to say to people because uh, you know when I talk to some of my friends, they think, "Oh, you don't leave your house. You're not doing anything, or else you're running." Or, but you're constantly thinking about it. Yes. So you know you'd be lying on the sofa answering face, Facebook calls, coming up with ideas. So it, it's really difficult to put a, a number because you, you don't switch off. Uh, like I say, we do a number. We've got about ten other runs going on. Uh, so we've got to like talk to a lot of people. Uh, and I try to market everything together because when I'm you know, do, trying to promote, like, say, the WEM 10K, I'm also saying, oh, we also, also do music as well. Uh, and you're talking to as many people as you can. So, yeah, you, I, I kind of like tell people I'm saying retired and that's just to wind them up. But because I'm, I'm not, as hours goes into this, you, you never turn off. You wake up in the middle of the night. Sometimes you wake up in a panic. I have a recurring dream that no one comes to the music concert apart from my mum. She's going, what time's it starting? I'm like, well, you know, uh, and then I've got this dream about doing the WEM 10K and the runners just disappear and we never see them again ever. So, so, so you do like wake up in the middle of the night thinking about these things, but then it tends to all come together in a day and it's, it's, it's well worth it. You know, it's I'm glad fun. you told me that because there's no way of um, fashioning a question that doesn't sound like what's your deepest, darkest fears, but <laughs> yeah. I guess that must be quite common with, with someone that, that makes something that's, uh, you know, accommodates so many people. I mean, yeah. like, you said, like I said at the right at the very beginning, you're wearing your heart on your sleeve, right? Yeah. Um, I did a talk at Wellington Orbit. Um, lots of creators turned up, but like I, I was there and I didn't think anyone's going to turn up. And, and in fact, at the very beginning, there was one person sat there with me and my wife, and Timmy was there as well. He's washing his hands. Um, right, come sit here, finish your milk. Come finish your milk. Right, let's put some YouTube on for you, just for a little bit. I love you being creative, and you can in a minute, but you've just washed your hands, so that would be a diabolical thing to do right now. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, it must it, it must be really hard to to stay sane whilst planning all this. It, it's so hard. much information. Good. It, it's hard on like um, the other business I've had. You could tweak it as it went along. So if you had a product, you know, you open your doors like the gym, you could change things around. But with events, you've got to get it bang on on the day. You know, you can't wait another year to tweak something. So yeah, it, it's that idea that you know you've only got you know it's weather dependent. You've got to look at whatever events are going on and things like that so you've, you've, you've got a small window of opportunity to get things right um, balancing it all though is really good especially with fitness you yeah. know you, you, do, you do a lot of health and fitness and, and, and the runs and stuff I, I guess really good for the endorphins and, and making sure you don't, you don't lose the plot so to speak some of the best ideas come, come to me when I'm running or in the gym you know, I, you know, you feel sometimes you feel a bit depressed, a bit isolated. You go for a nice run. You know, some brilliant running um, routes around Shrewsbury, uh, and I come back motivated and I'm fresh for ideas. Yeah. I need to speak to you, I, I, and there's a few other people I need to, to really speak to because, like, um, I've, I've kind of really hurt my ankle a few weeks ago. Um, but just before. I, I, that happened I was like right I'm going to sign up to the gym I'm going to lose some weight I'm, just, I'm going to go out there and get physical and active and stuff um, and it's kind of part of it is going to be biting the bullet and, and, and letting people see me up there running because that's one of my biggest fears yeah. is just uh, not that people care but in my head everybody's yeah, like, a lot of people are full of saying yeah. I've known guys who are in amazing shape but they still feel that people are looking at them and judging them and, and in the, when they look in the mirror they don't see what everybody else is seeing yeah. really when you go to the gym most gyms are really friendly and yeah. no one cares what you look like. And if a gym isn't very friendly, just 
go to Edithon Gym. You know, there's, if you if have a bad experience in a pub, you don't give up drinking. You just go and find a pub where the people are nice. And, you know, if, you, if someone's looking at you weird or rude to you in a gym, just... Just go down the road. The gym industry is very competitive. They want your customer, and they have to provide good customer service, which is support and, and like basically friendship. There. Amazing, amazing. Um, so, what is the? You said it was in September. The, yeah. Uh, the, the the proms in the park. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I think it's great. Um, what's the actual date of it? It's it's the 10th of September 10th at the Westminster Showground. The gates open about six o'clock, uh, and then we'll start performing around eight. So, so we've got a great lineup. Uh, Holly's really uh, is our. Uh, artistic director so she's put it together it's mostly local artists who, who make up the orchestra so it's a 40-piece orchestra uh, and wow. yeah so it's, it's like scratch orchestra which means they, they, they like session music um, musicians they brought in so we call ourselves the proms uh, the Westminster proms orchestra she's singing she's a professional like soprano so amazing voice and then we've got the shooting uh, male voice choir and i don't know if you ever heard the shooting male voice choir that the sound they make you've got like a group of 30 40 guys together and they'll be singing a uh, landing union and the uh, graduation song from uh, carousel you know you never walk alone and you know to have that wall of voices backed up by a 40 piece orchestra is going to be absolutely amazing so it's going to be a great musical experience really really powerful i was talking about um, music and, and, and theater and, and who was talking about it with? I was talking about how I, oh, <laughs> this is because I watched Mary Poppins for the first time at <laughs> the weekend right? I'd never seen Mary Poppins oh my god that, that's, it's a bit my, one of my favourite films I know and it, <laughs> I did like it when I finally sat down and watched yeah. it with, with Timmy at the weekend um, but I was saying about I, was, I went to watch Shakespeare the other day um, with, with uh, the Shropshire Youth Theatre um, and they were amazing they were absolutely fantastic it was The Tempest when you're in the theatre when you're actually seen it live in person, it, it, you kind of feel the vibrations, yeah, and that's absolutely. different, right? I do like musicals. I do like musicals, yeah. but they, I've got to feel it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so with, when it comes to things like the proms and that orchestra, that, that 40-piece orchestra, and the, and, and the amazing choir voice that will just bellow out at you, yeah. you'll feel that. It's going to be... It sounds like it'll be very... Uh, passionate event to go to it's, it's so much different listening to live performers I mean I love going to the theatre a few years ago um, I'll well, say lot, more than a few years ago I, I took a bit of sabbatical and I did a H&D in performing arts and I, I thought oh I'll have a, have a go acting and I had just come off a cruise ship and I liked being in, as a fitness instructor and I was thinking well you know you, I've met a lot of performers on the cruise ship or singers and dancers they used to be down in the gym all the time for well, I'm going to see what this is about and, and I did actually have a go a few amateur plays and it's, a, it's an amazing buzz I soon realised I haven't got much talent and my, my talent is in management getting these people to perform rather than doing it so but it's, it's an amazing buzz to, to do that uh, and, and it's, a, it's a totally different uh, feeling than watching someone on TV or, or the movie I mean I love going to the movies but it's nothing like, like, like live performers you know Building things though is, is, is I think I don't know. You've kind of... When it comes to, like, video games, for example, this is a great metaphor, rather than your Call of Duties and your Fifas and your, your, your racing games, I'll sit and play SimCity or yeah, I'll yeah. sit and make things and strategy games, even a football manager as opposed to FIFA. I don't know. Yeah. There's something really cool about uh, making something, isn't there? You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. We're talking about Timmy on the, on the blackboard over there. You've been an artist. These things are just fantastic because you just get the mind working, you know? Yeah. Sometimes that little bit of a push is all you need. It's like, sometimes I think some of the events, it's like I'm, I've got madness and I'm spreading it to people. So <laughs> the zombie thing is a bit of a good metaphor. That, you know, you bite one person, they're a zombie. So when you have an idea, it tends to grow out like a part, you know, like a, 
Hubble getting bigger and bigger and uh, bigger. So yeah, and people talk about your ideas and then expand on it, and then you think, oh, you know, and it, and it grows and grows. And sometimes I've had said something I thought was a bad idea, and then somebody else has come back, and I've come back, and then it, you know, you've, you've got the end of it. You've got a good event. I mean, we did a midnight uh, run on New Year's Eve because we wanted to do, offer alternative for people drinking. You know, nothing wrong with drinking, if you, you know. But I thought, well, you get a lot of pressure going out on New Year's Eve, spend a lot of money, uh, and you wake up a hangover. So we did a, a, a stroke of midnight, take the bells of St. Chad's chime midnight, and we sent off the runners around the park. And what, wow. what, I mean, that come from um, me, me and Justin we were like, we bought a new works diary, and, and he said, well, why do they list full moons in like, diaries in these days? And is it because there's wearables, buy diaries or something? And we were making a joke about, oh, we should do a moon, a, a midnight, a moon night. Um, Full moon run, and then oh, let's do a midnight one. Why not do it on New Year's Eve? So we had, uh, I think, about 300 runners there in the park, and they start. So they started their New Year's revolution, a stroke at midnight. The first thing they did was a five or ten k run in the park. Amazing! I love that you like. You're not just like. I mean, we need those generic events, and we need them, and I love them to bits. Don't get me wrong, um, but. Um, it's uh, it's nice when someone thinks out the box and thinks we're going to do zombie runs yeah. through Hawkson Park. We're going to do a run through New Year's. That's fantastic. I think that's really good. Thinking outside the box. Uh, what is it? What, what's it like being you walking around the streets thinking, oh, "That's a great idea. We're going to do this." Uh, you, you must have to stop yourself from having ideas. Right? <laughs> well, it's weird because it's kind of a mixture of I see someone else's idea and I'm gutted. Why didn't I think of that? Mm. And then so, and then I th- you know, and then I, I, I think of. A, you, know, you get an idea and think, will it work and stuff? So, um, yeah, it, it, it's great. So a lot of the time these ideas come to me when I've had a couple of drinks, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, or, or when I'm exercising. When you, when you sit down in the room and think, I must come up with an idea, that's when you can, that's when you get the writer's block, and that's when nothing comes. When you force yourself, they've got to come with it organically. It's all in the back of your gut. You're going, sometimes I've had dreams, and that's inspired me to do things as well. You know? I'm, I'm struggling at the moment with a, a bit of imposter syndrome. With, with something I've planned, and I am planning, it's just it's taken me a, while, a long time, because when it comes to booking dates and things like I, I don't know what it is right this is like Alex's corner yeah. <laughs> sit, sit down with Alex but sometimes uh, it's like m- making a date or booking an event or making something work it's kind of like well that's not going to work this is this little thing inside my head do you ever get that yeah ever? absolutely and I think that's normal and I think if you didn't get that that would be worrying there's a thing called the Gunning, uh, Dunning and Cougar effect it's when people are overconfident and they realize, realize they, they're overconfident is they, they don't know enough to know that it's a big subject they're going into. So basically it boils down to they're, not, they're too stupid to realize they're stupid. I know that sounds a harsh way of putting it. <laughs> and you bet you've met a lot of people who are like, yeah, I can do that, I can do that. And they've done no background and they've done um, no preparation, no research. The people who feel nervous, they go, oh, will this work? You're going to go online. You're going to start reading. You're going to talk to people. You're going to talk to consultants. You're going to, you know, get the the, the dummies guide to marketing and things. And you're going to sit down and put time. So, I'm always a bit wary now that if I don't feel like I'm an imposter, if I don't feel like it's not going to work, that have I overstepped into that yeah. other area of being yeah. overconfident and blinded by your own success? So, yeah. Blinded by your own success. That's a really nice thing. Yeah. To, that that's not a nice thing. That's <laughs> it's right. a great way of putting it. It's a great way of putting it for sure, because. Um, I do want to do stuff with audio, but uh, what I started doing is I started going, yeah, I'll do that. Mm. Yeah, I'll do this. I want to do that. I'll, I'll make sure I've got that for you. And, you know, a big shout out to, to Carl from KG Theatre. Um, I, I said to him I'd, I'd make a vlog. And we did. We turned up with cameras, took some great pictures, um, and Tim was doing a bit of theatre and stuff. And this vlog, I didn't write a shot list. I didn't write a, an order of sequence, like what, yeah. what I wanted. So we just recorded loads of random videos. And this was during the storms. 
uh, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And I still haven't got this vlog made. And I, I keep saying to him, I'm really, really sorry. Like, oh, there's, the, there's like there's a, this event and there's these, there's this, this content I need to make and there's this and that. And then I, I kind of nearly broke my ankle. And yeah. it was just a nightmare. So we've put together a plan where we're going to reshoot it in an order that makes sense. But yeah. that was an idea, that was me having too much ambition I guess as I say you're always going to get that as long as it doesn't put you off all it's made you do is really just manage your time better so you've learned from it haven't you yeah of course yeah, so, and, yeah. It's, and you're going to get there in the end so it's probably yeah. valuable and I'd put that value over going and studying at university for yeah, three yeah. years and coming out with it's, 70 grand debt and, and still have no work experience so you doing that it's cost you probably zero money you've just had a really valuable experience on, on management and, and how to manage your time and, and event management it's like what you were saying earlier right at the beginning of the interview you know when it comes to failure and success you need you need a bit of both yeah. don't you because you know the biscuit is fairly successful there are people talking about it around the country which is yeah. nice but at the same time there's times when I've effed up <laughs> yeah, well, we all, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got to make a bit of an of myself in some degree somehow but um, uh, it's a really good learning experience and with when it comes to becoming a success I feel like you need to do that and you know, you've been doing this for, say, ten, how long have you been doing this? Well, for? the first event was about 10, that I organised was about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. you've had that experience yeah. and now you're about to unleash the proms in the park yeah. and, and Shrewsbury. And already I'm talking to for venues next year because with events, because you've, you've, things book up, uh, I'm not saying you've got to book um, auctions and things, you've got to think at least 12 months ahead or sometimes yes. two years ahead. So I'm already talking to uh, venues in Chester and uh, in Cheltenham because uh, we want we on tour it and then next year as well we've, we're planning to put a local event on called Mass Choir where we're going to uh, invite like 20-25 local community choirs all to sing again uh, together and what, what I want is about a thousand voices on the stage all singing uh, singing together I mean I'm a member of a local choir community choir uh, the Bella Voices uh, I'm not very good. I, got, I I'm at the back going. Bacon, I'm sure blah, you blah, are. Blah. I'm sure you are. Don't give yourself enough credit. The rest of it. But we, we, you know, and and I think that's so. Next year we've got like at least four music events, and I think the mass choir is going to be again probably the West Mid. Maybe we're looking at venues for that, and then we're going to be touring the proms. And this is the thing um, that you know I did. I learned this way before lockdown. Is um, I spoke to uh, the guys from the Flower Show. And yeah. you know, talk about how much goes into planning an event. Oh, yeah. It's uh, right from the very beginning. You've got to almost predict the weather. You've got to, like, yeah. all the. Yeah, it's, it's it, a gamble, huge gamble. It's hard because you're always going to be. You're always going to know there's something you can't predict. So you've always got to allow yourself on the day to have a spare person to the firefighting or, or something that's uh, unforeseen. Taking a picture of my boy doing art, doing art. See, this is what I'm doing today, guys. Uh, the kids are off school, and uh, I'm being dad and podcaster at the same time. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> um, we need, what we need to do is obviously uh, we've got a few months. I've got a couple of months left before yeah. this goes. Uh, we need to think of a way of get, getting the word out. Uh, maybe we can. Uh, you know, how's the relationship building up between you and the musicians? Uh, the, it's, it's mainly comes through Holly because she's the musician, and I think musicians would rather talk we definitely to, need to, speak to musicians. To Holly then, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so she's building the orchestra. She every every musician in the local area tends seems to know her. So she's building that, and you know, I've not got the skills to listen to a violinist and know they're good or bad. Or you know, to me, everyone's great. <laughs> good like, Simon wow, Calvin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to even pretend them. I really respect them. They, they work so hard, and a lot of them, even though they may have day jobs as teachers. And things that they are professional standard they've all most of them have got like master's degrees in, in, in their particular area you know so they are they are professionals and 
they are dying to do something locally because a lot of time they'll have to travel to Birmingham or to London to perform and they love the fact there's going to be something like this that they can locally that their family and friends can, can come along to and that they perform so yeah we've got a lot of support from local musicians I'm really happy, really happy about that. And, you know, the West Midlands Showground as well. It's a great venue, right? Oh, it's amazing. And the, the guys down there, the, the managers, have been really supportive. So I'm saying anybody out there, if they're uh, interested in doing events, really talk to those. I mean, like I say, we do, I do, like, loads of different types of events. We sometimes partner up to people. If, so if anybody ever needs some advice or they want to do something with us, you know, get in touch. I'll have a chat. Something might not might come of it. It might not. But, you know, if you, I can just maybe point you in the right direction of the people you need to talk to. So if anybody wants some advice from putting an event on, you know, I think it's really just be, you've got to be bold. <laughs> grab it with, with two hands and then get stuck in, really. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I have an idea. I'd, lo- I'd love to bring, like, live podcasts to Shrewsbury. Yeah. You know, like... Um, Hollywood Babylon is one of my favourite things in the world. If, if you've never heard about Hollywood, I heard of Hollywood Babylon. It's a live podcast at the Improv. Well, it was. It's uh, moved now with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman, and they had like the audience, and they they come and do their funny stuff, almost like fart jokes and stuff, yeah, you yeah. know. But Kevin Smith humour. Um, but the, the vibe in the room is just really, really good, and I'd love to do that and bring that to Shrewsbury and uh, bring a guest and do an interview in front of an audience, do a Q and A that sort of thing. I think you know? it'd be great, like a comedy club type of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it there'd be a lot be... of bars. We'd love that. I don't think I'd make it family friendly. I think we'd have to do like <laughs> biscuit uncut, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but, like, oh, no, yeah, after watershed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That'd, be, that'd be awesome, though. Oh yeah, things. I think that would work. Yeah. Well, they did the um, the, the side bars. Uh, it was amazing for the Darwin Festival a couple couple of years ago. They were doing science lectures in bars and things. Yeah. And it was fantastic. And I was like, there's no way this could work. Ha-ha. <laughs> and then we went to the um, the, the Alb, and yeah. they filled upstairs. <laughs> filled it up. And there was this guy doing science. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think those things are... There's a, a lot of people who are interested in, in these these types of genres. I mean, one of my geeky hobbies at weekends, I go metal detecting. And like metal tech, oh wow, yeah. that's cool. And you be surprised how many people, middle-aged men normally, turn, just in khaki, turn up on a field in the middle of nowhere to, to, to go out treasure hunting. So these things, there, there is like a, a community, like a that will, will come along to these things. So one of my favourite things to watch on on Facebook is the Bondi tre- treasure hunter guy. Has, oh yeah, yeah. He has the it, magnet uh, magnet fishing thing. Magnet, yeah. yeah. I, I do a bit of magnet fishing now. I, I met, that's you find much on that. Uh, magnet fishing, loads of rusty stuff. Yeah. But it's the gateway drug into metal detecting because you do it for a few times and you think, I'm going to, you know, spend a few quid in metal detecting and your metal detector gets more expensive as you, as you do it more and more. But yeah, it's great fun. And you, you're clearing all the rubbish out of the river as well, which, which I like. Yeah, there was a problem with uh, down in uh, the, the Rebrook because there were, yeah. do it, there were people turn up doing it, but leaving up all the garbage on the side. On the side yeah. you know. You've got to drag it and take it away. Yeah, That's yeah. part of it with me, you know. Um, yeah, I think this is fantastic what you're doing. I, I love that you, you've got events and you've got these tried and tested methods of putting things together that aren't, they're, they're completely outside the box, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what's, what's been the response? I mean, obviously, we've got a while yet, but are people eager for yeah, this? Absolutely. Every time I talk about proms, uh, people were like, you know, that sounds great, that sounds lovely. It's all, all I get is this is what the team town needs. This, this goes with what 
the town wants to be the coffee shop culture, the quirky coffee shops, the little boutique shops, uh, and you know we want to turn into a venue town. And I'm I'm hearing this from people from all different backgrounds, some like you know working class up to you know the richer people of the town. You know everybody seems to be it seems to be a bit of a lever. You know, I was worried about at first well, people there think it's going to be posh or something, but it's not. The most excited people about it are, say, like normal guys who, you know, people want to bring their family and expose them to some like a different genre of music, some classical music, in a nice, friendly atmosphere without getting a tuxedo on or going to a you know posh. You event. need you need to have that diversity in yeah. music. You know, it can't just all be pop music or rock music. I was in um, I was in Frankville. Or Albert and Co, the old poorhouse. Yeah. A few weeks ago, we went to watch Chris Ramsey at the, at the Seven. And there's, they were playing lo-fi music in there, you know, with decks. There was a yeah. guy there, probably. And I was just like, this is so beautiful. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff you listen to in, an, in a hotel lobby. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But it's very good to have that, to be able, the, the ability to go and listen to class, classic music or choose to go here yeah. or choose to go there. You need to have, at least have it, don't you? Yeah. And yeah. I, I like, like, there's more and more live music happening in uh, in Shoesby and we've got the Albert Sheds really great for that but uh, really, some of the smaller pubs uh, they're, they're putting uh, music on um, you know every Friday Saturday night it's, it's brilliant and one of, one of the best concerts I've, I've listened to is uh, there's an Ibiza proms where they play classical Ibiza type music but with classical music style so it shows you how the two genres can come together amazing so where can people find you on social media well if you just uh, google or um, Shoesby proms in the park you'll find a link or if you put Westmoreland Zombie Run, you'll, you'll, again, you'll find a link to a race page. So we call ourselves uh, Run UKAC for the runnings. If you're interested in Basin Hill, Church Stretton, uh, and with the Wellington 10K, uh, we'll, we'll come up on that link. But for Shrewsbury Proms and Park, just type in Shrewsbury Proms and then we'll come up. There'll be a link there. And there's going to be lots of posters going around town. And you know, I'd like to thank you for having me today. And no, 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 all anytime. Out there, it's really great. And if there's any way we can way. help out, um, you know, if we can maybe come along to the, the, the event and bring some cameras and some yeah, mic, that'd be amazing. Any event we do, you're, you're welcome to come along, film it, and you know, bring your light. Let's do event. let's do a, another podcast closer to the event. Yeah, and we'll bring Holly along. Absolutely, um, yeah. we can do it virtually. Uh, we'll get it on YouTube as well. Yeah, uh, and we'll, we'll find out more about the artists, obviously, oh, and, yeah. and what people can expect. But yeah, it's been lovely speaking to you. Okay, thanks. A Thank you very much. Great to see you again. And you. Hello. So I'm Alex. We spoke on Facebook um, from the Shoes Biscuit, obviously. And uh, this is uh, how long has this been open for? So we opened um, just before Christmas. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been going really well so far. Yeah. And what, what, what's your name? Sorry. I'm Nikki. Nikki. Sorry. Yeah. And is this your first your first time opening a cafe or business? It's actually not. It's my second. So my first cafe is in Chester, and oh, it's. Wow. So it's a similar vibe. So we've got the, um, it's Cups brand, so we use the same coffee and all that sort of stuff, same suppliers. Um, But we are board games focused. So we have a big board game Ah. room, you can come play games. It's really great fun. Fantastic. Um, when when obviously Nerdy Coffee uh, Coffee first opened, sure. up, uh, it was my first experience of bought. No, there was one. There was one. I'm pretty sure there was one. Someone's probably going to correct me on the show. There, there was one in Pride Hill. I'm pretty sure in Shrewsbury that was board games. Uh, that was probably something to do with Tom. Actually, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's an amazing idea. We we, we went to one and uh, we we played board games and we had a really good day. Me, Timmy, and, and the wife. It's a fantastic idea. Yeah, it's just really it. great fun. Super sort of, you know inclusive of everybody which is fabulous we have loads of kids stuff and but there's also you know we've got lots of students obviously in Chester so that's really nice and kind of people bringing people together yeah that's it mm, yeah <laughs> absolutely 
Um, and so this obviously uh, this drew my attention because I was chat, uh, chatting to Shane Chebsey, who's doing Comic Salopia. Sure. And obviously they've been doing lots of stuff around this part of town. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, good cups. Cups is great. They, they encourage creators. It's all for creators and stuff." What, what made you sort of tap into that the, the creative vibe? So, um, so for me, I think I need to be. A, kept entertained I need to be I'm, I'm very like all over the place so I didn't really want to just do the same thing and do that and what I wanted to do was where I set up another one I wanted to fit in with the community and I wanted to go like what do they value and put things together so um, and, and in Shrewsbury independents are really like well valued and I think that's fantastic and um, so I wanted to kind of like push that and, and extend that a little further so we do obviously our creators wall which is kind of independent businesses local makers creators almost like a gallery want. if you make you, you make something locally you can sell it from that's here, exactly right? it and we give you a space to sell we do yeah. pop-up shops and all this sort of stuff as well um, and we you can use the space as a creative space so you can use it to come and do a bit of crafting a bit of whatever else you want to do get a group together that's, um, not, that's a really good idea actually because there's so many people that we they did um, the open studios um here a few years a few years ago and uh, it was where you could come and watch the artists make their thing and it was really cool we set up a studio it's the first place we ever set up a mobile studio it was very cool yeah and we got to sit and watch uh, i was next to Tat fb who's an amazing cartoonist next to me and i get to sit and watch her be brilliant well i'm not right uh, but it's great <laughs> to see isn't it it is it's, yeah. it's fascinating it's watching people do things that I can't do is absolutely amazing to me. So <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the biscuit guy. I get to watch people be successful. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and then they talk about it. But I love that. I love that. I love hearing people's stories. Yeah. And coffee shops in, Shrew- in Shrewsbury, they're, they're, they're famous for people coming, talking, and, you know, it's life. That's life. People sharing stories and gossip and absolutely, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's the best place for it. And if you had that, a creative vibe to that, that's where inspiration happens. Right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, especially, I mean, we found over the first few. To me, get, get down <laughs> off the stool. They're for sitting, not for standing. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all right. We found over the first few months that, like, we've already got this really lovely regular base, and we've got, you know, people that just love coming and doing exactly that, creating this community, chatting, and, mm. and, you know, we actually get to know people, which is lovely rather than being some kind of faceless. And I love that, you know. The beginning of this this podcast, there were, there were, there were kids in the background. There was the grinder going. Yeah. People chat. No, I love that. Yeah. I think that is that is Shrewsbury. Like, For so sure. you need to sample that. Uh, we, we, <laughs> there are so many things that scream about this town that that, that just so like been uh, built into the, the people here. And uh, you know, Phil Gillum is the ex mayor. Has created this, this new book that uh, celebrates Shrewsbury. And I was like, okay, let's go find somewhere that screams Shrewsbury to do this interview. So we're going to go do it on the Sabrina boat. You know, there's so many things. And coffee shop, the coffee culture here, especially in the summer mm-hmm. when you can bring the tables out and mm-hmm. you know everybody's out there. Um, I'm, I'm glad this place exists. And thank you for looking out for creators. <laughs> I'm a creator of, of yeah. sorts, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, it all counts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anything coming up that you want to tell people about? any events that you're going to hold here so we're hopefully starting um our sunday session soon which is going to be like a little musical uh musical afternoon on a sunday so we'll have you know live performers wow it'll be a kind of just come and play when there's a time and you know you don't need to book or pay or anything like that it's just a kind of again bringing this different community together and and really supporting lots of different creators and lots of different you know creators as you said all look different and they all you know do different things which again is something that we want to celebrate so we will be starting those hopefully soon hopefully at the end of this month 
beginning of next month. So amazing. We'll have to we'll have to keep in touch because uh, you'll know people and I'll know people and we can like you know exchange notes and what have you. So that'd Absolutely. be really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, where can people find you on social media and stuff? So we are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are Cups Coffee and Creators on everything. Keep it simple. Uh, so we're easy to find uh, you can get in touch with us via email if you still do that <laughs> <laughs> which is cupscoffeeandcreators at mail.com um, but yeah I mean just pop in say hi that's and, and the, other, the, other, the other place in, in Chester if anybody's yeah. that way what, what, it's the same so it's the same it's cups coffee and board games so again on all the same but in Chester not, not Shrewsbury but it doesn't matter Chester. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for cups in Shrewsbury and you're looking for cups in Chester you're going to find one all right? exactly so. <laughs> Thank you for chatting to me. You're more than welcome. Thanks Thank for you for letting me. me doing this here today as well. It's been really cool. More than welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> no Cheers. Bye.